Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Wise Herbal Podcast, sponsored by Wise Woman Herbals. I'm Chris Vaughn, the director of Wise Woman Herbals, and I'm also a certified clinical herbalist and an herbalism educator. Today, I wanted to talk to you about how to choose the right herbal preparation. This is something that we get asked a lot uh, because we have a variety of different types of products. Um, and if you're an herbalist that make your own products too, this is going to be a good episode for you to listen to um, so that you start to learn why you want a particular preparation over another one. So herbal preparations come in many varieties or what is called delivery methods. And when choosing a delivery method for taking herbs, you have a lot of choices and discovering which type of preparation is right for you depends on a few different factors. Flavor, concentration of your preparation, convenience of use, and even your own health conditions, all are things to consider when choosing the right preparation for your needs. Preparing herbs in liquid extracts, also called tinctures, capsules, teas, syrups, and even topical applications allow you to choose the most effective preparation for your needs. It would be difficult for most of us to obtain plants for use and to use them in their raw form. Herbal preparations allow us to tailor the herbal ingredients to our needs and to use the plant compounds effectively and also to obtain significant shelf life. Uh, We can harvest things straight from our garden, and that's wonderful, but we only have a very limited time to use them. So if we're looking for something that we can have on the shelf all the time, then having that prepared some way gives us that um, shelf stability. So we're going to talk about a list of oral herbal preparations today. Um, We can do topicals too, but today we're just going to focus on the oral ones, and most of them are liquids. Um, And I'm just going to introduce you to the most common delivery systems, as well as how and why to use them most effectively. So let's talk about herbal tea first. Herbal teas really have been the predominant method of extraction for herbal medicine up to the past hundred years or so. This was really the first form of medicine. And most of us are already familiar with making tea as a beverage. You know, you put a tea bag into a mug and pour your boiling water over it. And the same concept applies to medicinal teas. But there are two main methods for preparing herbal teas. One is called an infusion and the other is called a decoction. Infusions and decoctions are made with water as the solvent, um, like tea, and extract the water-soluble plant compounds. These compounds are things that would be required for digestion, elimination, repair, toning, overall health maintenance. These compounds might also be vitamins and minerals, those nutrients uh, for the body that provide food, um, nutrition, energy for our cells, um, support for our metabolism, and even food for our beneficial bacteria. The simple techniques of making infusions and decoctions provide us with whole herb medicinal preparation that's really easily used by the body. It's very bioavailable and it's cost effective too. So that's really nice, something to consider when you're looking at which preparation is right for you. So let's talk first about an infusion. This is a tea made from delicate parts of plants, um, also known as the aerial portions or those portions that are above ground. So that would be things like the flowers, the leaves, 
and soft stems. You might even do fresh berries. Um, those are those do well in an infusion. And so an infusion is made by boiling water and then steeping herbs in the water for 15 to 20 minutes off of heat. The water for an infusion should be below the boiling point. And so this will happen as soon as you remove the water from the stove and the boiling stops. An infusion is usually prepared by steeping one tablespoon of dried herb or an herb blend in hot water for anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes. The longer the steeping time, the stronger the medicinal extraction. But be sure to cover your infusion as you steep it because as that steam rises from the cup, the volatile oils in your very aromatic plants, those plants that have a really strong aroma, that steam is carrying those volatile oils out. And those are really strong medicinal compounds that we find within plants. So we want to keep that in solution. So if you cover that with a plate, then that will condensate onto the plate and drop back down into solution in your tea. Now you can do a decoction for those more dense parts of plants. And so dense parts would be roots or bark or um, dried berries or some seeds. And so these require higher heat and a longer steeping time. And so a decoction is really like a slow simmer. And so if you've ever made soup, you've done a decoction already. You turn that on, you bring that to a light simmer, and you just let it go. And so um, a decoction of an herbal tea might simmer like that for anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. And then you would turn that heat off and cover it and just let it steep for a little bit. And so along with barks and roots and seeds and berries, you might be thinking about you know, resins or gums. Those are some other plant compounds that do really well in a decoction. Um, so the next thing that we'll talk about is encapsulations. And so this is, we call it encapsulations. They're also called capsules. And they're made from powdering some dried herbs and putting that powder into a vegetarian capsule. And so this gives us a really convenient way to take herbs um, if you're on the go, but also a great way to take herbs if this is new to you and you're not sure about herbal flavors or if you're taking a herb that is particularly not flavorful, then a capsule is a nice choice. Um, now with capsules though, the digestive system is responsible for breaking down that herb and extracting the medicinal compounds during digestion, as opposed to um, a tea or another preparation where the extraction is done in the preparation process. So capsules are not necessarily as bioavailable, but that doesn't mean they're not effective. They can be very effective. And so this um, is a great option for you if you're you know, not sure about flavors or you need to be on the go, or if you have a sensitive system and you need to be able to absorb things at a slower rate, maybe you, you need something that's a little more gentle than a capsule would be a good way to go. Now, we also have what's called liquid extracts. Some people would call these tinctures. And these are made by soaking herbs, either fresh or dry herbs, in alcohol and water for anywhere from four weeks to four months. And that time depends on the herb. 
The soaking process is called maceration, and it's much like making a fine wine. Each herb requires a different ratio of alcohol to water and a different length of time to macerate in that alcohol and water um, based on their unique medicinal compounds. And so liquid extracts really offer us a more comprehensive profile of plant compounds than teas do because now we're able to access the alcohol-soluble compounds along with the water-soluble compounds. And so the result is a more concentrated herbal preparation, allowing us to take the liquid extract in smaller amounts and to achieve a more consistent desired effect. Liquid extracts do contain alcohol, though. So a typical dose of the liquid extract might be one to two milliliters or what you would say is a dropper full. But that really results in a minimal amount of alcohol actually being ingested when you're taking it in that small of an amount. However, even though it is minimal, there are still some things to consider when choosing this preparation. So some questions you want to ask. Do you have compromised liver function due to illness or medications? Um, Then this might not be the choice for you. Do you have an ethical objection to alcohol? Um, Are you recovering as an um, alcoholic? Or are you looking for preparation for an infant or a pet? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you might want to choose a different type of a preparation. A good choice for that would be glycerites. Now, glycerites are alcohol-free preparations where the herbs are extracted in vegetable glycerin and water. Vegetable glycerin allows the same extraction of alcohol-soluble compounds, giving the benefit of a liquid extract without the alcohol. Now, this does have less shelf life. You're looking at about two to three years of shelf life with a glycerite as opposed to five years of shelf life with a liquid extract. And usually glycerites are not as strong, although some people respond more favorably to glycerites of certain herbs. Now, glycerin has a sweet, pleasing flavor, and so it makes these preparations uh, really desirable for children or for adults who don't, you know, want to have that really strong um, flavor of an alcohol-based extract. The other good thing to know is that vegetable glycerin is not metabolized by the body the same way sugar is. Even though it's sweet, it doesn't metabolize like sugar. So there's no impact on insulin levels. And so that makes this a really effective sweetener for diabetics. Chemically, glycerin belongs to the class of alcohols, which is why it will extract alcohol-soluble compounds. Glycerin is a liquid that's obtained by hydrolysis of vegetable or animal fats or fixed oils. It's also important to note that not all herbs extract well in glycerin. So this is why you'll notice a much smaller selection of herb choices in a glycerite form. The next category that we're going to talk about is elixirs. Now, elixirs are extracts that may also be sweetened with honey or glycerin. They have a lower alcohol content than liquid extracts, and they typically start off as a really strong infusion or decoction, and then the honey, glycerin, and alcohol will be added to that. The typical alcohol content in elixir is between 20 to 25%, as opposed to 40 to 95% in liquid extracts. This makes elixirs 
a bit more pleasing to take than a liquid extract and a better choice for those who are looking to limit the amount of alcohol. Elixirs are also more flavorful, so they help you with being consistent in taking your herbs. The next type of extract is called a solid extract. And now this one poses some confusion because of the name. A solid extract is not necessarily solid in its finished form. The name really refers to a portion of the process of making that extract. So solid extracts begin as a liquid extract preparation made from alcohol and water. And then that finished liquid extract goes through vacuum distillation to remove all the alcohol. And this process concentrates the plant chemicals down into a solid mass, hence the name solid extract. Think of this concentration like drying fruit. So when you dry fruit, it concentrates the sugars. And so in this process, it concentrates the medicinal compounds of that plant. After all the alcohol is removed, the solid mass is then brought to a syrup consistency using vegetable glycerin and sometimes honey. The result is a more concentrated extract than a traditional liquid extract that is also pleasing to take. Some favorite plants for solid extracts would be licorice root and hawthorn berry. Solid extracts are a good choice for children or anyone wanting to avoid alcohol. And they're also a good choice when you want a preparation that has a pleasing flavor. These make um, really good options for sweetening tea with as well. So a licorice extract, for instance, is very sweet. And so it's a great choice to sweeten any kind of a tea with. And then you're also getting some benefits from the licorice. The next option would be syrups. Syrups are made to be sweet and delicious. Syrups are most often made with berries, such as elderberry, cranberry, or blueberry. And then a sweetener is added. Some syrups are made by adding sugar, but another choice would be vegetable glycerin or honey. Syrups with a glycerin base would be best for those who are diabetic, and syrups would also be an ideal choice for children or those new to herbal flavors. And the last type of oral preparation would be a vinegar. Vinegar extractions are made by soaking herbs in apple cider vinegar. And this preparation is an ideal way to prepare nutrient-rich herbs because the vinegar allows access to many vitamins and minerals that we can't necessarily access with alcohol. Vinegar extractions can be taken by themselves or added to olive oil to make a salad dressing. Now, that's a great way to take your herbs. So you might find things like dandelion in a vinegar or beetroot in vinegar. Those are really delicious. Whichever herbal preparation you choose, be sure to check with your healthcare provider before beginning an herbal regimen. Many herbs can interact with pharmaceutical medications, and your healthcare practitioner should be aware so that you can be monitored appropriately. If you're looking to learn more about herbal preparations, maybe this has been a new conversation for you, and or you're thinking, okay, that's great. Now I understand what these different types of preparations are, but how do I choose the herbs? Well, now it's time for you to look at some resources to learn more. So the first recommendation I would have would be the Herbal Medicine Basics course, which is a six-video course by Herbal Wisdom Institute. I teach that course. And that is at herbalwisdominstitute.com. And then you go to classes and online classes, and you'll find that six-video course 
there. That's a great way to get started. Um, we go through some basics of herbal preparations, herbal actions, and then we go by body system and we talk about the most common things we all experience at home and some things that you can do herbally to care for yourself at home. The next resource would be a book called Herbal Medicine from the Heart of the Earth. You can get that at wisewomanherbals.com. And that book is written by Dr. Cheryl Tilner. She's a naturopathic physician and the original founder of Wise Woman Herbals. So there's a lot of really good herb information in that book to get you started. The next book would be Herbal ABCs, The Foundations of Herbal Medicine, also written by Dr. Tilner. These are two really great options for you to get you started on your path of using herbal preparations in just the right way for you. I thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this was helpful. Please visit the website for Wise Woman Herbals who has sponsored this podcast um, and take a look around. And I hope that you'll join us again for another episode. Thanks so much. See you soon.